Blog Talk Radio. You're all I've ever wanted, but I'm terrified of you. Seek my castle may be haunted, but I'm terrified of you. I've cast my spell on millions, but I'm terrified of you. Baby, I do this from the ceiling, but I'm terrified of you. I wait my whole life to fight the right one. Then you come along and that freaks me out. I'm frightened, ooh, Dracula's run Never ran from no one, but I'm terrified of you See, my heartbeat is a slow one, but I'm terrified of you I've been around for ages, but I'm terrified of you Run my thing across the stage, but yes, I'm terrified of you I wait my whole life the right one Then you come along and that freaks me out I want to fight Dracula's wedding uh, You know I'm terrified uh, You know I'm terrified You know I'm terrified Shh, I don't have anything really planned to talk about. I'm going to read about the Snallygaster. 
It is a mythical creature. It's um it's a bird reptile chimera originating in the superstitions of early German immigrants. Better combined with sensation sensationalistic newspaper reports of the monster. Early sightings associate the Salagast with Frederick County, Maryland, especially the area of the South Mountain and Middletown Valley. Later reports would expand on sightings encompassing an area to include Central Maryland and Washington, D.C. metro area. So when I was, um, I shouldn't say when I was a kid because it was like not that long ago, but um, I used to listen to, well, still listen to Darkness Radio, and um, Dave Schrader, the host of Darkness Radio, would would do supernatural news, and they they read an article about the Snallygaster. He did like a a voice um, for the Snall. He read it when he talked about Snallygaster, and it sounded like Snagglepuss from uh, those old Hanna Barbera cartoons. It was really funny. So my daughter and I would would. Uh, whenever he would do the smelly gaster voice, we would always laugh because it was like really, really funny. Um, even you hear the word smelly gaster, it does not seem like a very scary monster, you know? What is the smelly gaster? It just sounds funny. Of course, if I saw it, I probably, I probably would not be laughing. But uh, since I'm sitting here in my in my living in my kitchen, um, I can talk and laugh at smelly gaster name. Because it's not right in front of me. Uh, let's see. The area of the history of the Snallygaster. The area of Frederick County, Maryland, was settled by German immigrants beginning in 1730. This is on Wikipedia. So early accounts describe the community being terrorized by a monster called a Snallygeist. Snallygeist. German for quick ghost. The earliest incarnations of the creature makes the half-bird features of a siren with the nightmarish features of demons and ghouls. The Salagaster was described as half reptile, half bird, having a rep, having a metallic beak lined with razor-sharp teeth. Okay, again, if I saw it in real life, I would not be laughing. I would be like, your name is really cool. I love it. The coolest name ever, Salagaster. Occasionally alongside octopus tentacles. The Salagaster was rumored to swoop silently from Silently from the sky to pick up and carry off its victims. Earliest stories claim that this monster sucked the blood of its victims. Seven pointed stars, which repeatedly kept the Snallygaster at bay, can still be seen painted on local barns. Now imagine you're in eastern Maryland and you're just walking around and uh, this creature comes and picks someone up and carries them away. And the picture almost looks like a dragon. The picture they have on the uh, on the um, Wikipedia site looks almost looks like the, the picture, like those old school uh, pictures of dragons. Nineteenth uh, century, it's been suggested the legend was resurrected in the nineteenth century. 19th century to frighten freed slaves. In 20th century accounts, 
newspaper account throughout February and March 1909 described encounters between local residents and a beast with enormous wings, long pointed bills, bill, claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the center of its forehead. It was described as making screeches like a locomotive whistle. Wow, that's publicity surrounding, surrounded this string of appearances with the Smithsonian Institution offering a reward for its hide. U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt reportedly considered Wisconsin and African safari to personally hunt the beast. It was later revealed that these reports were part of a hoax per- per- perpetrated by Middletown Valley Register editor George C. Roderick and reporter Ralph S. Wolf in an attempt to increase readership. I mean, that's pretty... Uh, this would be like the uh, equivalent of like, of like an internet hoax, you know. The president even is going to come down here and try to try to find it. That's how real this uh, this uh, monster is. The descriptions they invented borrowed themes from existing German folk folklore, including dragon-like creatures who snatch children and livestock, and also appeared to invoke descriptions of of the Jersey Devil, which had been spotted mere weeks earlier. On June 22, 1953, Whitaker Chambers, whose home lies in Carroll County, Maryland, used the salagaster to examine U.S. Senator Joseph McCarthy and his essay, Is Academic Freedom in Danger? It was a trick of fate in low comedy mood that Senator, McCar- Senator McCarthy should first have bounded into public view, dragging the unlikely and protesting person of Mr. Lattimore to share with him a historic spotlight. So grateful. To the one, and so, uh, and so acutely unwanted by the other. It was a trick of fate that, in the case of each, has led to some serious confusions. What led to the to the translation of Senator McCarthy into the symbol of a national snallygaster, a winged hobgoblin, hobgoblin used to frighten naughty children in parts of rural Maryland. Instead of the Instead of one of the two things, it obviously is an instinctive politician of a kind fairly common in our history, in which the uproar he, he inspires is a phenomenon much more arresting than um, the senator or politician of a kind only new in our history, in which he, in which case he merits the most cautious and cold-blooded appraisal. So Joseph McCarthy. Um, was a senator back in the I guess, 1950s that would accuse people of being communist without, you know, without proof, really. And uh, if you were on his list, you would pretty much be blackballed from uh, working in Hollywood. So you, I guess he was just uh, the... Um, Whitaker Chambers was was using, uh, yeah, 1953, um, was using uh, the Salagaster to describe Senator McCarthy. And believe it or not, there are some 21st century um, sightings of the Salagaster. Let me put, hang on.
Let's see here. All right, sorry. 21st century. In 2008, author Patrick Boynton published the history of the Sally Gasper titled Sally Gasper, the Legend of Frederick County. In 2011, in an annual beer festival, a beastly beer jamboree called Smiley Gaster started in Washington, D.C. In 2017, edition of, T- of J.K. Rowling's Fantastic Beats and Where to Find and incorporated the, the, the Smiley Gaster into our Harry Potter universe. It is described as a part bird, part reptile relatives of the Akami with serrated steel veins, a bulletproof hide, and a natural sense of curiosity. Alagaster appears in the 2018 Bethesda game Fallout 76, blended whiskey produced by Dragon Distillery of Frederick, Maryland, and released in 2018. South Mountain Creamery, a dairy farm located in Frederick County, Maryland, produces an ice cream flavor named Snellagaster. consists of peanut butter flavored ice cream with a caramel swirl, peanut butter cups, and pretzels. That actually sounds pretty good. Snellagaster Hunt features prominently in season five. Episode four of the Hallmark Channel show Chesapeake Shores. In 2021, Sarah Cooper, cryptozoologist in Maryland, opened the American Snallagaster Museum in Liberty Town, Maryland. I need to go check out that museum. That sounds like a lot of fun. Let's see here. Okay, now let's see here. Um, that is the uh, Snallygaster. If you were in Frederick, Maryland, and uh, I wonder if it's still open. Let's check it out. Let's see if the American Snallygaster Museum is still open, shall we? Go to Google. The American Valley Aston Museum. There it is. Oh, it is still open. I want to get a T-shirt from the American Valley Aston Museum. If I'm ever in Frederick, Maryland, I am going to go to the American Valley Aston Museum. I like visiting. I like to visit some of these old, these small town museums, and uh, check them out. Let's see here. Let's go back. Find another article to read here. Let's see here. American, Native American symbols of the zodiac. Let's see what that is. I got all these articles saved um, for my show, and uh, I may have read these articles before, but you know, it was a long time ago, so. A little refresher. I know I read that Snell, I guess, in an article before, but 10 years ago. Uh, let's see here. Native American zodiac signs. 
Native American and animal symbols can encompass just about all the animals and their symbolic representation to the many tribes of the Americas. To narrow down the focus a bit, this page is devoted to birth animals or zodiac animals. Many Native American cultures have the belief that a person is assigned an animal upon the time of birth. Below are interpreted Native American symbols of the zodiac and the characteristics for each one. So if you're born between January 20th and February 18th, your animal would be the otter. Um, be a little quirky and unorthodox. The otter is a hard one to figure out, figure sometimes. Perceived as unconventional, the otter methods aren't the first ones chosen to get a job done. This is, this is a big mistake on the part of others because although unconventional, the otter's methods are usually quite effective. Uh, there's more to it than that. I'm going to give a little synopsis, synopsis here. Um, from February 19th to March 20th, your animal is the wolf. Deeply emotional and wholly passionate, the wolf is the lover of the zodiac, and the lover of the zodiac in both the physical and philosophical sense of the words. It's not even Valentine's Day either. It's past Valentine's Day. It's the lover of the zodiac. The wolf understands that all we need is love. All we need is love, and is fully capable of providing it. There you go. February 19th to March 20th. Uh, March 21st to April 19th is the falcon, a natural-born leader. The falcon can always be looked upon for clear judgment in sticky situations. Furthermore, the characteristics of for this Native American animal symbol never waste time. Whether he or she strikes while the iron is hot. It takes action to what must be done. The Falcon. April 20th through May 20th is the Beaver. Take charge, adapt, overcome. This is the Beaver motto. Mostly business. The Beaver Beaver is is Beaver is gets the job done at hand. Gets the job at hand done with maximum efficiency and aplomb. Strategic and cunning, the beaver is forced to be reckoned with in matters of business and combat. Okay, let's see, May 21st through June 20th, this would be Angie's and Rihanna's symbol, the deer. This Native American animal symbol is the muse of the zodiac. The deer is, is inspiring, lively, and quick-witted with a tailor-made sense of humor. The deer has a tendency to get a laugh out of everyone, anyone. Uh, let's see here. Uh, June 21st to July 21st is the woodpecker. Woodpeckers are usually the most cunning, nurturing, nurturing, not cunning, the most nurturing of all the Native American animal symbols. The consummate listener, totally empathetic and understanding. The woodpecker is the one to have on your side when you need support. Of course, they need wonderful. They make wonderful parents and equally wonderful friends and partners. July 22nd through August 21st is the salmon. Electric, focused, intuitive, and wholly creative. The 
Salmon is a real live wire. His or her energy is palpable. A natural born motivator, the salmon's confidence and enthusiasm is easily infectious. I think everybody is on board with the salmon, even if, even if the idea seems too harebrained to work. August 22nd to September 21st is the bear. Pragmatic and methodical, the bear is the one to call when a steady hand is needed. The bear's practicality and level-headedness makes him or her an excellent business partner. September 22nd to October 22nd, which would be me. This is my animal right here. I'm October 18th. Uh, is the raven. Highly enthusiastic and a natural entrepreneur, the crow, raven, is quite a charm. I think I like raven better than crow, honestly. Uh, but he or she doesn't have to work on, have to, doesn't have to work at being charming. It comes easily. Everyone recognizes the crow, crow's easy energy, and everyone turns to the crow for his or her ideas and opinions. October 23rd. Through November, 20, through November 22nd uh, is the snake. Most shamans are born under this Native American animal symbol. The snake is a natural in all matters of spirit. Easily attuned to the ethereal realm, that snake, the snake makes an excellent spiritual leader. Also respected for his or her dealing healing capacities, snake also excels in medical professions. November 23rd through December 21st is the owl. Changeable and mutable as the wind. The owl is a tough one to pin down. Warm, natural, with an easygoing nature. The owl is friend to the world. The bearer of this Native American symbol is notorious for engaging in life at full speed. Then the last one, December 22nd through January, January 19th is the goose. If you want something done, give it to the goose. Persevering, dogged, and ambitious to a fault, the goose sets goals for accomplishment and always obtains them. The goose is determined to succeed at all costs. Well, let's see here. Okay. I'm running out of things to talk about here. Sorry for the silence. 
So I'm asking my friend Ron if she can call in. Until time until she until she comes on. So Juan's going to call in, and uh, and chat. Hopefully, Jake will come on soon because yeah, I wasn't planning on doing this, which is fine. Yeah, I'm glad I can fill in for. It's just that I like having stuff to talk about. It's, again, I don't really have much to say because I'm not prepared for the show. Let's see here. While waiting for Rhonda to call in. Eating all the meat? No, I don't think I'm going to eat it. Like, it's made me sick all three times. Mm. I wish we had some little, like, seedless rye bread squares. I'd make some of the sauces with cheese things. 